Hey family, welcome back to Devoted Devotions. My name is Tandy and I am wishing you a happy Easter, but more specifically a happy Passover. Let's get into our memory verse. Isaiah 53 verses 12. Therefore, I will divide him a portion with the great and he will divide the spoil with the strong because he has poured out his soul unto death and he was numbered with the transgressors and he bore the sin of many and made intercession for the transgressors. Let's bow our heads as we invite the Holy Spirit to join us. Heavenly Father, great and holy are you, the creator God, We submit ourselves to you at this time, asking that you may fill us with your Holy Spirit. May you lead us and guide us to all truth. All this we ask in your mighty name we pray, Lord Jesus. Amen. Okay, so this weekend is a very special one because we are commemorating our Savior's death. We are commemorating his sacrifice Socially, it's known as Easter and the world celebrates it by going Easter egg hunting or eating hot cross buns. But I would like to take this moment to remind us about what actually happened during this time and what this time really represents so that we don't lose sight of the things that are important because once we start focusing on the hot cross buns and the easter eggs the truth is snatched away from our hearts at this time i would implore us to take mind and take note of everything that the word of god had presented to us about this time this is not a celebration this is a memorial of what our dear Lord and Savior did in his redeeming work. We are very clear in terms of the wages of sin being death. We know the story of Adam and Eve and how they fell and caused the whole world to fall into sin and death. And we know that because of God's redeeming power, he sent his son to come and die for us. And I want to take this moment to also encourage you to read the gospel. Read what it says about the crucifixion. Read all four of them. All four gospels. Let them tell you what happened. Let them tell you what they saw during that time. Because everything that Jesus went through on the cross and his road to the cross is what we deserve. That's what we deserve. We deserve to hang up on that cross. We deserve to be whipped through the streets because we are sinful. Um, Paul writes in the book of Romans that the wages of sin is death. And I know that sometimes we tend to think that because we look at ourselves and see ourselves as good people. Oh yeah, no, I'm not that bad, right? The things that I do or my missteps aren't as bad as like a murderer, right? They aren't as bad as everyone else. But to God, God is not a respecter of persons. Everyone's sin is sin and we have all sinned and come short of his glory. And so because we have all sinned, we all deserve to die. 
And now I know it sounds morbid and I know it sounds like it's something that you don't want to think about. But I encourage you to think about it because the more you think about it, the more you realize what actually happened on the cross that day and why it is so important. The fact that we deserve to die is not the end of the story. We deserve to die, yes. But mercy said no. And he died for us. He died in our place so that we don't have to. So that we can be reconciled to God once more. You know, while you read the story of... It's not a story. (laughs) It's an account. When you read the account of what happened during this time, you see that Jesus was beaten and scourged throughout the streets. They tell him that he has to carry the cross, right? He has to carry the cross all the way to Calvary. And it is said that he, he struggled. The cross was heavy until they found someone to carry it for him. In Mark 15 verses 21, it says they compelled one Simon who passed by coming out of the country. They compelled him to bear his cross. And I, I think it, it, it's so special, that moment. It's, you know, the Bible tells us to take up our cross and follow him. And the parallel with this is, is just so beautiful because when Jesus was carrying his cross and it was really heavy because of all the pain and suffering he had endured at that point, Someone else was made to bear that cross on his behalf. I, I hope you're getting what, what is being said. When you take up your cross and you follow Jesus and you follow the path that is set for you. When you can't do it anymore. Someone is sent to help you with that, with that burden, with that load. Someone is sent to help you carry that cross. So when the Bible says, I will never leave you and I will never forsake you, remember that. That is God speaking and that is him telling you the truth, that he will never leave you. Someone, He will send someone to help you. He will send someone to help you bear that cross. But at the end of the day, Simon didn't bear that cross so Jesus could escape the cross. So that Jesus could escape crucifixion. He still had to go up there. And looking at our memory text, Isaiah chapter 53 was written 700 years before Jesus was born. Let's just think about why this is so profound. Why this moment in history is, is the biggest thing that's ever happened. 700 years before Jesus was born, Isaiah writes this down. He says he was wounded for our transgressions. Sorry. (laughs) He was wounded for our transgressions. He was bruised for our iniquities, chastised, and by his stripes we are healed. All of that, Jesus didn't deserve, but he went through it for us. The life and the death of Jesus was all in fulfillment of a specific prophecy. When people ask you why you believe in the Bible, this is why. 
Everything that happened to Jesus was in fulfillment of a specific prophecy. But maybe people aren't convinced. 700 years, that's, that's not too long, right? How about a thousand years before Jesus is born? A thousand years before Jesus. Now, at this time, there were no verses and it, it was just a whole bunch of, a collection of scrolls, right? The Bible was just a collection of scrolls. And particularly in the book of Psalms, we understand that those were hymns. Those were, those were things that they would use as a hymn book. And so in Mark chapter 15, verses 34, when my Lord and my Savior says, Eloi, Eloi, lama sabatani, the Jews knew what that meant. We translate it as, my God, my God, why have you forsaken me? Jesus quotes the title of a song while he's on the cross. If I said, pass me not, O gentle Savior, what's the next thing that comes to your mind? It's, hear my humble cry, right? If I said, amazing grace, how sweet the sound, the next thing that comes to your mind is, that saved a wretch like me. And what Jesus said on the cross at that moment is found in Psalms chapter 22. Now, if, if I was to be executed and said the first line of a song, and you watched me die, I'm sure you'd think about that song the whole time. Now, let's, let's turn our Bibles to Psalms chapter 22. My God, my God, why have you forsaken me? Why are you so far from saving me, so far from my cries of anguish? My God, I cry out by day, but you do not answer, by night, but I find no rest. Verses 6, but I am a worm and not a man, scorned by everyone, despised by the people. All who see me mock me, they hurl insults, shaking their heads. He trusts in the Lord, they say. Let the Lord rescue him. Let him deliver him, since he delights in him. Verses 12. Many bulls surround me, strong bulls of Bashan encircle me. Roaring lions that tear up their prey open their mouths wide against me. They mocked him. I am poured out like water. They pierced him and water came out. All my bones are out of joint. And that's what would happen while you're hanging on a cross. My heart has turned to wax and it has melted within me. My mouth is dried up like a potsherd and my tongue sticks to the roof of my mouth. And that would cause someone to say... I thirst. Verse 18, they divide my clothes among them and cast lots for my garment. Verse 16, for dogs have compassed me. Remember, Romans were referred to as being dogs. The assembly of the wicked have enclosed me. He was crucified with the wicked. 
they pierced my hands and my feet. And now guys, remember at this time, not everyone was pierced in the hands and the feet. So that it took days for them or for the person who was being crucified to die. But remember when Jesus was being crucified, they needed him to be dead because the Passover was about to start. Now, how can you read this and not see the majesty that is being described here? This is a prophecy written a thousand years before Jesus is born by a man who has never even seen what a crucifixion looks like. And how do I know this? Because crucifixion wasn't invented at this time. Guys, God is real. God literally sent his son to come to the earth and die so that we might have life. And as much as they beat him, they scourged him, and they nailed him to the tree. This makes me really emotional. As much as they did all of those things to hurt him, they did not kill Jesus. They didn't kill him. Jesus gave his life. He submitted his spirit to God. They didn't take his life from him. It's so profound because... He told us this. He told us that no one takes his life from him. He is the one who gives it up so that he can take it again. And that's exactly what he did. All those years ago, that is what happened. And at this time, while we might think that while we might be excited over having a long weekend and all of that, I implore you to remember the significance of this time, the significance of the work that was completed on the cross of Calvary. Please turn your Bible to Second Peter chapter 1, verses 19 to 21. We also have the prophetic message as something completely reliable and you will do well to pay attention to it as to a light shining in a dark place until the day dawns and the morning star rises in your hearts above all you must understand that no prophecy of scripture came about by the prophet's own interpretation of things for prophecy never had its origin in the human will but prophets through human spoke from god as they were carried along by the holy spirit peter is telling us that we will do well to pay attention he's saying that in in this dark world the light that is there is what we need to pay attention to until the morning star rises in our hearts. And we need to understand that prophecy and the Bible is so, is so important because unbelievers might think that um, 
it was written by humans and there's nothing special about it. But this verse is telling us that everything that was written in scripture was not of the prophet's own interpretation. It was carried by the Holy Spirit. It has divine origin. And that's why everything points to Jesus. And I don't want to be long. This is just to emphasize how important this memorial is. Because we tend to forget. We always forget. And we need reminders. So let's not use this time to to get excited over frivolous things and be distracted by worldly things. But let's remember the finished work of Jesus Christ, our Lord and our Savior. And just to end off, greater love has no man than this, than a man that laid down his life for his friends. This isn't a celebration. It's a memorial of a sacrifice. Jesus endured the cross because his blood had to be shed so that we have a chance to live in God's presence. Jesus loves us. Jesus loves you. He loves you. Let's bow our heads and pray. Dear Jesus, we thank you for who you are. We thank you for your sacrifice. We thank you for giving up your life so that we might have life in you. Thank you for leading the way for us. And we pray that as we continue in our journey and in our love relationship with you, that you may strengthen us and help us to overcome, help us to carry our crosses and follow you. We pray for your spirit over all the saints in the various places that they're in, Father. All this we ask in your mighty name we pray. Amen. At this time, I just want us to remember to submit our hearts, minds and bodies to Jesus. He showed us how to do it. And we just need to follow in his footsteps. We can trust the Bible because it is the word of God. The words written in it were not words from other human beings. It's not human will. But it was God's will. It's the word of God. And that's why all throughout the Bible it says, And the Lord said, And everything that is written in the Bible is in fulfillment of specific prophecies. And if we can just focus our attention to it and hold on to that truth, the morning star will rise in our hearts and the day will dawn. I pray we hold on to this truth. Happy Passover. If this message touched you, I pray that you would share it with someone who also needs to hear it. From your host, thank you for listening. Stay blessed.